Hello? Hi. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> to look at my screen because I feel like I look like I'm in Nemo's Florida room right now <laughs> with all the blinds closed. You remember that? The yeah. Every yeah. time she would take me in there to like take a nap, I couldn't because it was just so bright and pink. Yeah, right. and like Happy. the wicker, the wicker um, like couch and chairs. Yes, and the way it squeaked and they yes. like, <laughs> roll in the chairs because the chairs are gonna break. And that's what Mom always told me. She was like, "Never sit in the blue in the chairs with the blue or the floral." I don't fucking know. <laughs> so we're going into like all the furniture at our grandparents' house in case you don't know who Mima yeah. and Pop Pop are. But um, <laughs> yeah. Well, happy Halloween. Happy first Halloween, I might add. Happy Halloween. Fly. I love Thank it. You. And your sign. Oh my God. And you got balloons. This is yes. so much more than what it was last night. And you moved your heart. <laughs> I love it. I'm looking all around. I love it so much. It's so I tried. Nice. I tried. And to be honest, I never well, want to try again. <laughs> this was a lot of effort. And now I feel like you can't even fucking see it. <laughs> like, I know, right? Jesus. I don't have any lights on though. So I, mean, I just found a freaking like a oh. wipe. Like it went through the, the laundry. <laughs> this was in my pant leg. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> it went through the laundry. This is real life. That literally me, happens to me. That's mom life. Go ahead. Let me turn this light on really quick. Okay. While you do that, I'm going to see if I can fix my screen too. Oh. All right. Bear with us guys. money money that didn't help at all (laughs) it didn't do anything now i see maybe i should turn off the light in the hallway do i look fuzzy or did i clear myself up it looks good to me good oh joey's here ice cream probably a glass of wine chardonnay (laughs) fucking Mm. oh maybe i'll do like a Probably like a maybe a Moscato tonight. I think I want to go sweet, sweet. Ooh, headache. Maybe. Those give me headaches. What are those things that they spin around in them that are like? Have you seen those things? Please tell me you like, get those things. Those ads targeted towards you. It's like a if, spinny filter thing. Is it supposed to like aerate it or something? I think so, but they're like yeah. it takes away all the headaches. Like you're not going to get a headache. And I'm like, oh wait, really? what like i don't believe that shit i don't know about that i don't know about that one (laughs) it looks i don't know it was targeted to me hello fancy really you brought me cola what is it what's the name of it cola cola oh oh (laughs) i love cola oh they're like it's not mountain dew it's it's hilly crest or something like it's that like, or hilly airway or something <laughs> it's like valley thunder or something oh oh my god can i show that on camera oh just one death it? by gummy bears Ooh, fine kilogram uh key lime flavored gummy bear i wish you could see it i don't think you really can sort of I'm probably only going to bite, like, the feet off of this one, honestly. <laughs> that that shit will fuck you up. Like, oh, yeah, it's scary. <laughs> I could never. Oh, I thought this was for me. I was going to dance with the devil and take the whole thing. Oh, no, we got to split it 50-50. <laughs> yeah, this you is should split it. We're a team. <laughs> <laughs> Look, can't open it. 
Oh, he said I was gonna dance with the devil and just eat the whole He's gonna be thing. in the other room, just like holding on Fox. to the couch. Danny <laughs> told me this like horror story that one time he um he made like brownies and yeah. he thought that he like didn't do it right. It was his first time making brownies, and he thought that he didn't do it right. And so he ate one. He waited a while and felt nothing. And so then he ate like half the pan. And then oh, he said that no. night he was laying in bed and he was just seeing puppy dogs all over his bedroom. Oh my god! And he was tripping balls. I I no. could never. I'm too scared. I don't think I could ever smoke after that. And that was just regular weed. It's not Delta Eight, right? No, 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 no. Oh, I would have been. I would have been sworn off for good. I could never yeah. do it again. I could never. Edibles. Get my charger. Yeah. That stuff scares me. Mm. Also, I get scared of regular weed. What were you going to say? <laughs> my <laughs> shit fell down. I, I taste it. Oh, my charger is. Sorry, Sam. I'm trying to. Oh, no, you're fine. The two peeps. Um, I think it's in. Thank you. I believe it's in the living room i'm not sure i can't quite remember where i put it this time who knows where it is <laughs> anyway let's do welcoming messages i completely forgot okay just like, also anyway. just if you could keep an eye on the background make sure that my house doesn't I go will. up in flames that would be great i definitely will <laughs> i should have a fire extinguisher but i don't so <laughs> I've got a cup with we're a dancing with the devil tonight <laughs> <laughs> did you find it we are dancing. Joyce says I sound white as hell tonight. <laughs> we like, are dancing with the I'm devil definitely tonight. Bringing out my customer service voice for some reason. <laughs> I don't know, but I need it. Oh no, my charger is missing. Oh no, my charger. My it's missing. Everybody, if anybody's here, I'm looking, <laughs> I'm about to look at the um the live stream. If anybody's here, go ahead and drop your zodiac signs in the yeah. Um, in the comments, if you want to get your um, your daily horoscope bread, um, I you, you, if you want to do the opening messages, I'm going to go MIA for a second. Look for my charger. All right, this uh, today's Halloween episode is kindly sponsored by the Lesson Foundry. Pulling stuff up, we're the Two Ghouls Podcast. We're two cousins. I'm Sam. She's Katie, and we are your weekly source of scared shitless. If you like scary stuff, if you like being scared, if you like scary stories, you like scary videos, you come to the right place. Um, we are aware of the fact that we are discussing real life people, real life instances. So no slander, no disrespect of any kind will be tolerated on our social media, not in our comments, and none of that. So. Be respectful. Be nice. Um, if descriptive, supposedly true narratives centering around gory real-life topics, paranormal encounters, and or anything surrounding extremely descriptive true narratives involving terror, murder, sexual interactions, mental health, anything violent or potentially cruel in nature, we suggest that you get the fuck out. This podcast is not for you. We try really hard to um, give additional trigger warnings if we're going to talk about something um, beforehand. But yeah, general yeah. trigger warning. <laughs> All done. We got a Scorpio in the chat and it's Vicky. It's hey, my mom. aunt Vicky and your mother. Yeah. Um, I don't know where the fuck my charger is, bro. And I'm like low key panicking. Oh no. I know. I'm going to get Joey to keep it <laughs> for me. I feel bad, but I was like, I'm going to miss the messages. And then I completely missed them. And uh, I'm scared this edible is going to make me fall on my ass this Halloween. <laughs> but no, it's a holiday. We got to celebrate. 
Of course, of course, of course. I should bust um, out the ice cream, to be honest. But bro, if you do, I will. Swear. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe. I think I'm going to zoom in on my face. A bit. I, can't, I literally can't see anything right now. It's so weird because normally I'm mirrored. So now I'm like flipped around. Different. Yeah. Normally, I guess. So now yeah. I feel like my face looks different. It's weird. I feel oh, like it looks, I'm, a, it looks fine to me and it looks the same. So, I feel like I'm looking in a different direction. <laughs> I feel like I'm like looking <laughs> off to the side. I know what like, you mean. I'm no. I'm like like recording from my camera and yeah. I'm looking down at my screen. So I feel like I'm looking down here as well. And I just feel weird. It makes me feel awkward. But anyway. I had to tilt my monitor to get the camera angle right. So it's like yeah. I guess you're further back on the monitor than you normally are. So it's like I'm looking completely past the camera. <laughs> Well, oh my god, my voice cracked. Did you hear that? I did hear it. Well, you don't know. I don't know where my charger went, but if I it's up your butt, is it in your? It's probably up my ass right now. No, I had it in the house somewhere, and wow. Do you have your switch plugged into it? No, remember. I don't know. Um, Those are just my guesses. I can't remember where I put it. Joey, I would say check maybe Sunny's room. I can't quite remember. Joey, I say give your wife your charger. Well, he doesn't have one. We have the only, this is the only computer in the house and it's mine. And I lost the only charger that connects to this computer. Oh no. Yeah. So it's one charger or we're done. (laughs) <laughs> or we die yeah and it's already on 10 percent. it's the final countdown <laughs> anyway let me uh let me pull up our, our daily horoscope bullshit horoscopes my horoscopes i wonder if that's a thing that should be a website horoscope if they don't already have that then we should um we should create that All right, let's do Katie first. Okay. A number of new people could come your way, Cancer, perhaps. (gasps) Oh, my God, this distracted me. How cute. (laughs) Uh, Perhaps through projects of some kind with which you're involved. Some of them may appear to be trustworthy and some may not. Today, however, your instincts are highly attuned and you'll be better than usual at sizing up people you don't really know. Make the most of this ability and don't let logic get in its way. Follow your heart. It's complicated, but it doesn't have to be. Find out with the cyclic glove reading. (laughs) What the hell? Thank you. All right, let's see mine. Efforts to advance your career that have led to past successes might actually put you in the public eye today. This is weird. Find yourself the center of attention, perhaps sharing your methods with others or leading a discussion group. An opportunity to write or lecture about your experiences could also be in the offing. Expect compliments from a lot of people, which could boost not only your ego, but also your enthusiasm. Learn to love yourself and attract your perfect relationship with a free psychic. Oh, wow. Should I do this? (laughs) Oh, wait, no. It's like (laughs) the first three minutes is free. Oh, All right. man. I'm so sorry. I'm like so MIA right now. I've been desperately searching for the child. You are fine. Yeah. An increase. Okay. So, mom, this is for you. 
An increased level of physical and mental energy could have you feeling especially determined and highly motivated to move ahead with whatever means the most to you at this time. Matters involving home and family might need some attention right now, though, in a very positive way. You'll notice that your inner power is much higher than usual today, as if you could move mountains. Go for it. Revive your love. Make this the year that your love grows with psychic love reading. Beautiful. Let's see if there's anybody else in the chat. Press F in the chat. Isn't that what people say? If anybody else wants their horoscope read within the next couple of minutes, go ahead and yeah, let us know. Put your uh, whatchamacallit, your sign. That was weird for both of us. Did you find it? No. Oh, I'm like, what am I going to do? So I told, I'm pretty sure I have like this, this vivid memory of Sunny holding my charger today. Uh-huh. And I remember I took it from her and I'm pretty sure I put it behind the couch cushions thinking like, oh, that'll, th- that way she's not tempted to pick it up again. Right. And now I don't know where it fucking is. Now they're lost. Now it's lost. Uh, now I'm, now I'm just pissed. But anyway, we all just hope that uh, Joey can find it in the meantime. Yeah. And we can just jump into the rest of it. What all right. Okay. So I did the horoscopes and everything. So we're all set. We're ready to go. Awesome. Do you want to start with some videos? Yeah. 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 Do we want to do dating horror stories first? Yeah. All right. True we're Halloween fashion, guys. Let's. Let's uh, do some dating horror stories. Move thing. Oh, me. Lord. Jesus. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's our Google Doc. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Tell me about about your worst first date i'll go first oh my god i have been waiting for this listen up because i promise you it's gonna blow your mind when i was in chicago i was set up on a blind date with a surgeon who was supposed to be tall dark and handsome well traveled wants to get married the most incredible guy on the planet i was like yeah sure sign me up why not i'm no fool so the guy pulls up in a porsche he gets out he's like six three absolutely gorgeous he takes me to the best restaurant in town we have amazing conversation he is as advertised he was christian gray before christian gray Minus the sexual fetishes. Anyway, (laughs) the only thing wrong with this guy was that he kept talking about his mom and my guts like, Patty, that's a little weird. But my brain was like, if that's his biggest issue, you can deal with that. So we finished dinner. It was around 930. He's like, I like you so much. I want you to come meet my mom. I'm like, it's 930. Isn't it a little bit late? He's like, oh, no, my mom never sleeps. She's always up. Please come meet my mom. And my gut was like, don't you do this. He's really weird. And my brain was like, he loves you so much. He wants to introduce you to his mom. You go. So I get in his car and we drive like 45 minutes outside of Chicago. I had no idea where I was. I didn't even have a cell phone, so I couldn't make a call. I'm like, I have seen horror movies that start like this. Mm -hmm. And Christian Grey is slowly starting to look like Ted Bundy. Well, I was (laughs) super nervous. I'm like, this guy could kill me until we pulled up to his house. And he became Christian Grey again because his house was freaking amazing. It was like a castle, you know, with like the circular driveway, the fountain, the whole thing. So I follow him inside. It's the most magnificent home I've ever seen in my entire life. And we walk in. I'm like, where's your mom? He's like, oh, she's back here. I'm like, back where? He's like, follow me. So I'm following him and we get to the backyard. And he's like, she's out here. And my gut's like, don't you go out there. But my brain's like, what's the worst that can happen? So I follow (laughs) this guy to the backyard. We keep walking in the grass. It's pitch 
black, right? And all of a sudden, he stops right in the middle of the backyard and he says, Patty, this is my mom. Mom, this is Patty. And he's talking to a tombstone. He had freaking buried his mom in his backyard. Yes, I'm like, oh my God, this guy is going to kill oh me. God. Christian Gray is now Norman Bates. I'm like, so what do you do? I'm like, well, you could run. I'm like, yeah, but where are you going to go? You don't even know where you are. I'm like, you know what? Let me play along and hope I make it out of here alive. So I talked to that freaking tombstone for 15 minutes, acting like it was totally normal, like there was nothing wrong. I could have won an Academy Award. After a little bit, he's like, you know what? We should probably get back to the city. So I'm like, oh my God, yes. So I sprint to the car. I get into the car. I'm like, just let me make it out of this alive. We finally get to my apartment. I see my doorman. I make eye contact with him. And then I get out of the car. I'm like, don't you ever call me again. If you ever call me again or I hear from you again, I'm going to call the cops because you are a sick MF. Then I went upstairs. More of the story. Always listen to your gut. Your gut knows so much better than your brain as to what you should be doing. And if you don't listen, that's enough. Isn't that uh. like ugh creeps yeah. me out who just like i mean i guess in certain situations especially like with the amish and stuff like out in more rural areas having your family buried on your property is not that big of a deal but like some yeah. christian gray type super rich guy yeah. and weird that's odd yeah agree and yeah, then on the first date, you're inviting your date back to meet your mom. Yeah, no, I would have left already. Yeah, but I was kind of hoping at the end that she was going to say he turned into Christian Gray again because like it was so sweet that he brought me to meet his mom. <laughs> I've heard that story before, but like it was on the other side of the token where it's like, oh, we're going to go meet my parents. And like the guy took the girl to the graveyard or something. And then there was his parents buried and it was spun in this really sweet way like oh yeah i want you to meet my parents like i know they're dead but here they are listen if i don't know you well enough to know that your parents are dead and that i'm going to a grave site uh that's weird yeah yeah agreed also i gotta turn i gotta turn my heat on really quick it's getting cold because the sun's going down oh god i hit myself in the face with my headphones Um, I literally was just looking in my freaking freezer to see if I had any more peanut butter half-baked left, and I don't. Damn it. I do have chocolate and I have chocolate chip, but I don't have the one that I want. Chocolate sounds good. Um, I do have have to really find this charger or our live stream is going to cut off. So I don't know, maybe if I could make you the live stream person, the head. I don't know. Sorry, guys that are watching. Bear with us. Let me see if I can make this work in like the last five minutes that my computer is on. (laughs) Sunny's crying. It's Oh, no. All right. Let's see. Here, I'll mute myself. I'm gonna just keep sharing uh videos that I have. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah. All right, and then you just let me know if it um if you end up switching over. Okay. What the hell? I thought I had it open. I guess not. All right, let's see what else is on the Google Doc. Oh gosh. 
Okay. This one, I have a trigger warning, attempted abduction slash sexual assault. Oh, verify your age and make sure you're a real person. Okay. Since, since my brand has become shitting on men for their terrible choices in dating, I thought I would talk about my terrible choices in dating men. Here's a story time for the scariest date I've ever been on. I was 18 or 19 years old living in California, and I decided to go on a date with a guy that I met on Tinder and go to In-N-Out Burger. If you're familiar with In-N-Out Burger, you know that the prices are low and the food is decent, so it was a good choice. We go to In-N-Out Burger, I took the bus, he took his car, because I'll be damned if I'm gonna let a man pick me up at my house. No thank you, I don't wanna die today. So I go to In-N-Out Burger with this guy, we have the date, it's super nice, he's cool, blah blah. Since I had taken the bus, he offered to drive me home, and he had been normal, he had been cool, he had paid for the date. Everything had gone well, so I was like, ah, you know what? If it saves me a trip on the bus, that'd be cool. I'll just have him drop me at the corner instead of at my actual house. Like a dumbass! I get in this man's car. I'm directing him where to go. It's not far. Literally like a two-minute drive. And we get to my street. And I'm like, okay, you can just turn here and, like, drop me off. And he just breezes right past the turn. Mm -mm. So I watch us drive by this street. My heart sinks into my stomach, but I'm holding out hope. And I say... Oh, you missed the turn. And he says, I know. I'm not done with you yet. I'm sorry, no. sir, what? <laughs> so I say, what does that mean? And he says, well, I paid. I paid for your food. So you owe me. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. When I say the prices are low at In-N-Out Burger, it costs like a maximum of $12 to feed two people. And I don't know what the fuck he thought the going rate was for that kind of service, but it sure as shit is not $12. So I said, absolutely not. Let me out of the car. He wouldn't. He kept driving around my block going way too fast. And there were tons of cars parked on the side of the road. So it wasn't a safe option to tuck and roll. Then I had a moment of divine inspiration. All I needed in order to be able to tuck and roll was for him to slow down a little bit and get to a spot where there weren't any cars parked on the side. So I agreed. I gave him the whole, oh my god, you know what, you're totally right. I'm so sorry that I was so unreasonable before. If you would just, like, pull over, I'd be totally happy to do that for you. But, like, I'm not going to do it while you're driving. So he goes to pull over, and I jump the fuck out of the car before it stops. And I just run to the end of the street Smart. where there is a Carl's Jr. There's a small crowd outside the Carl's Jr., so I just slip into the crowd and just stay there. Because I'm small, so I could just blend in. He circled the block for about ten minutes looking for me before he finally peeled out and drove off. And I waited probably another 10 minutes to make sure he was really gone and then took the long way back to my apartment. And I walked in past my mother saying absolutely fucking nothing about that situation because I didn't want to hear about the dumb choice that I had just made and the very dangerous situation I had just gotten myself in. So instead, I'm here immortalizing it on the Internet. Learn from my mistakes. Do not get in anybody's car on a first date. Some of you will understandably be wondering why I didn't call the cops. I don't really have an answer for that. I was just scared and wanted to go home and get away from the situation. If don't it have to justify yourself, babe. That is so freaking terrifying to me because I don't know what I would do, but she played it really, really smart. Like that is just so scary to me. And also like, who thinks that they're going to get anything like that for taking somebody to in and out bitch? You better go buy me some Wagyu steak. And I'm all for like the sex workers and stuff like that. Totally support people doing their thing, but goddamn, Like, I don't understand why a guy would think that like, Oh, I bought you a burger from in and out. So, you know, obviously I'm entitled to something. You're not entitled to anything. You guys have a really really good one for you guys today another reason why you ladies and men should be careful about who you meet oh by the way i meant to say hi hazel i see you in the chat <laughs>
Ooh, I got the goosebumps for this one. <laughs> so one woman in Scotland matched with a guy on Tinder. Let's call her Kara. She matched with another guy. Let's call him Ben. They go to dinner at this beautiful restaurant in Scotland. And shortly after dinner, she was feeling so sick. So Kara asked Ben, can you please drop me home? But as she got to her house, she was feeling a lot better. And she kind of felt bad because the date ended a little early. So she invited him over for coffee. Bad, bad idea. Shortly after she was having a cup of coffee, she felt really sick again. Kara politely asked Ben just to leave. And when she wakes up, she hears a loud bang. She hears a bunch of noises going on downstairs. She's freaking out at this moment because she lives alone. Thinking it's a burglar, she calls 911 really quick. And as the cops arrive, the doors are locked, so they have to barge in. And all she's hearing from her room is somebody getting pinned down. They mm-hmm. found Ben in the basement with a hammer and that a picture. <laughs> and with all of her furniture covered in plastic. It turns out that he drugged her at the restaurant, took her home, drugged her when they were having coffee, grabbed her keys as she was going to sleep, and was plotting to kill her that night. Be very careful who you meet online. Also, FYI, a lot of these stories are told through personal accounts. There's no way of verifying whether this story is true or not, but this very much could happen to you. you guys have a really good one. For you. So scary. You go out on a date, you go out to dinner, start not to feel well. You're like, okay, I'm going to go home. And on the way home, you're like, oh, I'm starting to feel better. Come in for coffee. Then you start to feel sick again. And then, so you go to bed and then you wake up to somebody inside of your house who has like rearranged your whole house with like plastic trying because they have a plan to murder you. Um, no, thanks. Also. Hi, Brenna. Sorry that you missed the, um, are you on any dating app? And if you, and if you are, you miss the horoscopes. If you go on a date, do you send your location to somebody? I'm going to show you why you should. Let's just call this girl, Rebecca. Rebecca one day was on Tinder, swiping left and right. Until one day she matched with the guy that she really liked. Let's call this guy Greg. So Greg and Rebecca go on a couple dates and they both really like each other. But they didn't want anything serious, so they started hooking up a lot, you know. Until one day she woke up with a really bad rash on her neck. She thinks it's an STD, so she goes to her primary care physician to get it checked and showed him this. The doctor was shocked, but took a couple tests and sent to the laboratory. And guess what? Girl, happened? you need to come After in ASAP. Days of getting the test results, <laughs> the doctor calls her back and tells her that she needs to come to his office immediately. And as she goes back to the office, she's greeted by not only the doctor, but a cop. She's genuinely shocked. The doctor asks her a couple questions of who she's dating, who she's like talking to. Rebecca shares with her doctor that she's been messing around with a guy named Greg and proceeds to ask, why do you need this information? Which, to be honest, anybody would ask that. As the cop rushes out, the doctor proceeds to explain to her that this rash is caused by a bacteria that's only caused by two factors. The only way to get that bacteria is by eating dead people. The cop gets to Greg's house and searches his property with a warrant and finds that he has human body parts, organs in his fridge. Can you imagine? Like, what the hell? Supposedly he was going to kill her within the week. Can you imagine if she never went to the doctor? Are you on any dating app? And if Honestly, I have no idea what that sort of like bacteria could possibly be. But like, oh, my God. Also, Brenna in the chat said, this is why I don't like online dating. I went on one once and it was super awkward, but at least nothing like that ever happened. Yeah. Um, Online dating has always scared me. I long, long time ago, I would get on like the apps or whatever. And I think I talked to a couple of people for a while, but I only ever met one person off of a dating app and it was because we had mutual friends and I knew of him. I had never personally met him, but I knew of him. Um, 
so yeah but yeah the, the online dating thing scares me but like this story freaked me the fuck out imagine that you're going on dates with somebody and then come to find out that they eat people or like have sex with people it's like the two um reasons for that bacteria or whatever it said you either eat dead people or um or you sleep with dead people imagine that like you're just casually dating somebody and then you find out that about that person terrifying that would scar me for life I would never want to talk to a new person ever ever again yeah, I was listening to that while I was like running around my house, which by the way, <laughs> update on the whole fucking charger thing. Whew, I'm out of breath. But Joey and I were just like searching the fucking house, tearing apart the couch, looking for it. Cause I was like, if we, if this dies, if my computer dies, I was like, we're going to lose a live stream. And then I got to create a whole new thing where we share it all and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then he comes in here and he looks under my books He's like, all right, I don't see it. And he picks up my computer and it's under the fucking computer. Oh I'm my like, God. Under the yeah. PC. Yes. Oh, oh my God. And no. my camera isn't even on, but hold on. Bear with me. You know what? It wouldn't be Valentine's Day if there wasn't at least one hot mess here. It so. literally would not be two ghouls <laughs> without. No, it wouldn't. No. <laughs> Something always has to happen. Yep. Nothing's on fire yet, right? Shoot, no, you're good. Okay. God. Wouldn't wouldn't you just expect that though? Yes. <laughs> I'm absolutely get at this point. All right. Yep, absolutely. That's better. That's more like it. That store that dating story fucking scares me. I would it's never want to see anybody ever again. No, I'd be good. This is why I'm so glad I'm not in the dating scene, especially Same. right now. It seems so messy and so scary. Like mm-hmm. I'd rather not. Then I'm 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 good. I'm good. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah. All right. You want me to tell you like a spoopy story? Yes. All right. Well, I found a couple that freaked me out. Your flashlight is on. <laughs> Fuck me. Why can't I'm I'm starting to like not notice things. That's how you know I get high. <laughs> like <laughs> you can ask Brenna. She'll be like, um, <laughs> hello I just I'll start to not notice things and then she's or Joey's like I know that's how you're now I'm not making any sense that's another one. <laughs> oh no <laughs> where is my oh my god it is bro it is hot in this house all right stalker stories or do you want to hear bad dating let's do a date story let's keep with the theme creepy facts about valentine's day is what i have under dating figured i would share some of these with you yeah give me five seconds while it's loading but i found a list of facts about valentine's day that i had no idea about some of it included literally um killing people or no there was one killing people there was one where they were literally hitting women with raw hides. That was a tradition on Valentine's Day originally. What? Let me find it. I'll explain. Why the is this fuck? not working? I can't get this thing pulled up. Do you want to pull it up on your Google Doc and yeah, just share the creepy facts? Sure, I can. Having the worst technical difficulties. Is it this link right here? Yes. Okay. Like Ooh, yeah. Facts. Oh 
Oh my god! What the? Oh my god! They got the oh. out. Party. It's, like, it's like when we're uh, playing Outlast. I'm like, oh no, they got their BPs out. Shameless plug of our gaming channel, by the way, guys. Yeah. Two Ghouls Gaming. Do you want um, me to read it or you want to read it? You read it. Okay. I'm trying to get it up on my phone still. Looper Kalia, is that how you say it? I think so. Though the exact origins of Valentine's Day aren't known, the Roman feast of Lupercalia is linked to its origins. From February 13th to 15th, the Romans held a fertility celebration, excuse me, that began with sacrificing a goat and a dog. What does that have to do with fertility? The animals were killed in a sacred cave, the goat for fertility and dog for purification. After the sacrifices, priests would cut the goat hide into strips, dip them in sacrificial blood, and head out to the streets of Rome and slap women with the bloody hides. I told you. (laughs) This was welcomed by females as they believed it increased fertility. The color red associated with (laughs) is daddy associated with Valentine's Day is often thought to come from these blood origins. So is it like oh you get hit and like it just increases your fertility or like oh the guy who hits you is the one that you're gonna have a baby with or it doesn't make any sense no idea the festival would crazy back then yeah the festival would end with roman women putting their names into a giant urn hunger game style men would then randomly pick a name out of the urn and those two people would be pair up to mate for a year Oh my God, you're like fucking, it's like you're breeding dogs. Mm-hmm. One of the most well-known origins of St. Valentine was a priest under the re- reign of Emperor Claudius. The emperor thought that single men made much better soldiers and banned young people from getting married. Valentine married people in secret, which led to his imprisonment. Hmm. While he was in prison, Valentine fell in love with the daughter of one of his jailers. Mm. After some time, the priest was sentenced to a three-part execution. Three-part? Oh, my God. Three-part execution, which involved being beaten, stoned, and then decapitated. He signed his last letter to his love with, from your Valentine. Aw. Which is Mm -hmm. where the centuries-long tradition likely began. That's that's sad, but sweet. Who's that? Mm -hmm. Oh, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. A bloody murder shocked Chicago's north side on February 14th, 1929, when seven members of a north side gang were found dead. The men were associated with Irish gangster George Bugs Moran, or Moran, who was known who was a known enemy of Al Capone at the time. Capone was attempting to consolidate control of illegal trades, including bootlegging, gambling, and prostitution. Eliminating the Irish gangster's henchmen would help gain that control. Wow. Wow. No, oh, wow. Aren't this fascinating? Men- yeah, I had I didn't know. Anything. I know. I love this. The seven men were gathered at uh gathered at Lincoln Park Garage on the morning of Valentine's Day. They were lined against the wall and shot one at a time by four men dressed as police officers. What's even worse is that the murderers were never identified and Al Capone got off scot free. Holy shit. Penicillin cures gonorrhea in four hours. <laughs> oh shit! STD you read that. <laughs> Penicillin. <laughs> See your doctor today. It's like, what does the we now has penicillin for your treatment? 
We now has penicillin. <laughs> we now has. <laughs> Can't have- late of sleep. <laughs> so when I was watching the Jenna and Julian podcast, there was yeah. one thing that Julian said that stuck with me. The, but the way you just said that, like, we'd, or we has, he goes, <laughs> if you put the word Kai in front of any question, like Kai go to the bathroom, you automatically sound like <laughs> We has, Kai <laughs> have, Kai have, Kai have some gonorrhea. <laughs> Kai have some penicillin for my gonorrhea. Kai go oh bathroom. <laughs> Can I have snack? <laughs> it just sounds like a child. I know. That is so funny. Let's see. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, STD history. Penicillin, a popular treatment for venereal disease like syph- syphilis, uh, was introduced into the world on February 14th, 1929, same day as the massacre. While penicillin was a truly historical achievement, it's hard to miss the irony. That is funny. Mm. But like penicillin is used for more than just treating STDs. Oh, Hazel STDs. said Hazel in the chat said I was an STI clinic nurse for four years, treated a lot of chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. Wow. <laughs> I bet she has some fucking stories. <laughs> you know what that makes me think of? The I got STDs. I don't <laughs> know what that is. Itch. <laughs> oh my God. Burn it, itching, burn it, itching. You never heard that song? Uh-uh. Burn it, itching and burning. I'm sure that Danny has, though. <laughs> Probably. Oh, my God. Valentine's Day torture. In 1971, happy couple Patricia Mann, 20, and Jesse McBain, 19, attended a Valentine's Day dance at a local hospital. At a hospital? Little did they know this would be the last holiday that they spent together. The couple was reported missing after neither came home for, in the days that followed. Eventually, their bodies were found tied together under a tree where they had been tortured to death. The murderer was never found. That's fucking creepy. Ooh. This fake fruit basket has me fucking triggered. <laughs> oh my god! Do you remember? Are these are grandparents? <laughs> I used to pull off the grapes and put them in my mouth. I knew you were going to say that. And what's worse is mom said she did the same thing when she was growing up. The same fucking one. The same fucking silicone grapes. We've all chewed on them. (laughs) They were such a weird texture. I know. know. Oh my God. I've I've got tears. Yeah, I was sitting. I, I remember sitting at that stupid blue countertop, and there was those red grapes and the white grapes, and you could take one off, and it had like a little nub after you took it off. Yeah, <laughs> just slide it right back on when you were done. Oh. <laughs> when you were done chewing on it, and then it's got like, and then they're like, when you put them back on, they're like foggy on the inside because there's fucking moisture on the inside. From your- yes, specifically. <laughs> yes, I remember that exactly. The moisture making it like like a fucking hot box inside. <laughs> yes. Oh my yes. god. Like yes. a foggy window. <laughs> oh my god. Lovers Lane grapes. <laughs> the lovers Hazel lane. in the chat in the chat said fun fact prior to penicillin arsenic components were used for syphilis treatment. Isn't that kind of like counter and like counterproductive wow. like arsenic? Jesus, I had no idea. That's crazy. Oh my God, I'm sorry that we went on that tangent, but that is really funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, from the mouths of babes. 
Okay, let's see. The first Valentine, A Farewell to Love, is said to be the first written Valentine recorded in history. Written by a prisoner of war, the sad, strange love letter was written in the 15th century by Charles, Duke of Orleans, who wrote to his wife while imprisoned in the Tower of London after his capture at the Battle of Agincourt. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Charles was in prison for 25 years and his wife died before his release. He was remarried to four, at 46 to Mary of Cleves, who was 14. The oh. couple had three children before he Ew. died. Blech. We hate Gross. a pedo. We hate a pedo. We hate a pedo. Yeah. Pedo, pedo. Pedo, pedo. While people are busy buying chocolates and stuffed bears, some countries avoid the holidays at the holiday at all costs. Several countries in the Middle East have actually banned Valentine's Day because they believe the holiday of love actually spreads immorality, nudity, and indecency. Some places what, have restricted. Uh, right? You like you like to get naked. What's naked. wrong with your body? Get, Whatever. Get naked. Some places have restricted the sale of roses and anything red. And women are advised from wearing anything fragrant or acting oh, flirtatiously. That's How lame. stupid. Ooh, we hate a party pooper. Cock blocker. Yeah, for real. I can't have some fucking chocolate <laughs> and flowers. Damn. Whatever. Just let me have sex and be naked. <laughs> right. <laughs> and eat chocolate. No red lingerie for you, bitch. <laughs> Strawberry lingerie. Let's what else see. we got here? Smoking gun. I like yeah. the toe fungus ad there. That's sexy. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's real and, nice. And prenatals right over it. It looks like, like the, the grapes th- that we pulled off and ate. <laughs> 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 Let's see. On Valentine's Day 2013, Minister Nathan Luthold sent his kids off to school with Valentine's cards for their classmates. He then waited for his wife to get home and proceeded to shoot her in the head. A jury oh. found him guilty quite easily as his search history showed hundreds of results reser- researching how to kill someone. He also paid his mistress hush money from his children's college <gasps> fund. Who said Oh, what a piece of garbage. Ugh, I fucking hate people. Wow. I literally just hate people. My, You know what? I was watching a bunch of true crime stuff today and like my brain, I don't know what, if it has something to do with like fucking mental illness or something (laughs) but like my brain does not connect that some of these stories really really fucking happen i just can't i I literally can't i think it's because like we grew up kind of in like the uh the age of when like true crime really started to become like a genre of television entertainment like our parents they probably I mean, cops was on. It was like real life. Oh, People I love getting cops. chased by the cops and shit mm-hmm. like that. But like CSI and CIS things like that turned into the freaking ID channel. So we're really like the first generation that has had that as like a form of entertainment. And so we're just fucking right. desensitized. Desensitized. I, yeah. I ultimately I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And I feel like at some point you have to because I can't believe that true crime is being well, I can because I love it. But it's literally being marketed now. I mean that's oh, yeah. content. Somebody dying, fucking content. 
I mean, mm-hmm. you having to go through tons and tons of research for the end of the month, you know, for your segment on the show for true crime, it's, it's, t- it takes a toll. And I mean, I'm wow. just by proxy, but from what you tell me while you're gathering stuff, I'm traumatized and I have to like take a second and I'm That's like, how do lot. you do that? I don't get Some how people have lot. true crime podcasts. I, I don't get it. I could, I, I, I actually could, I could not do that. Do that. I, if no. I had to do that every week, I don't think that I could. It takes a lot no. of time. There's a lot of pressure on you to get everything correct. Um, yeah. And there's always so much information. Oh my God. That just reminded me of that Polish lady. I was, <laughs> what? What are you talking I just, about? I said, uh, uh, oh my God. What happened? Talking about that just reminded me of that Polish lady that was commenting on the case. Oh Anthony. my God. Nuts. Bitch, if you're in the chat, fucking stand up and say something in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I think we blocked They're her. all going to beat you up. <laughs> everybody gang up on her oh my god we just we literally just had somebody going fucking nuts um yeah, oh my god my mom said that's a family secret i think <laughs> i she know was i was talking that. about the grace <laughs> no wonder they all have like teeth marks on them <laughs> oh my god are we all just like fucking stupid it's so funny i can't so believe weird. my mom admitted that to me i just my mom doesn't normally say that guy she's like i used to do that too <laughs> i was like oh my god so who else hasn't done that yeah it's like i, I think everybody probably did that. Has. it's like you know grandma was probably in the kitchen and she was like <laughs> she just sees everybody else doing it and she's That's like what i'm, I'm gonna say like can you imagine them doing anything that human like it's so funny to me <laughs> it's no. such a typical human thing to do <laughs> like no one's around chew on <laughs> so nope. stupid but um Oh you want to hear a scary fucking story or what? Bitch? Yeah, tell me a story, bitch. Okay, I'm gonna tell you about one of my stalker stories, not mine, oh, but gosh, okay. you know yeah, you the one that I collected. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't have any of my own. But I was legitimately stalked my first semester of college. The guy was in my same English class. The second or third week, we talk a little bit after class and find out that we actually live in different dorms, but in the same complex. Now, the dorms were towers, 17 floors with 35 or so rooms per floor, huge buildings. So one day he and his roommate showed up at my door, except I never told him which floor I lived on. So he had to go to each floor and try to find me. He then proceeds to come into my room while my roommate and I are doing work and lays on our floor. Finally, his friend is like, dude, let's go. You're being kind of weird. And we need (laughs) out of here super weird thing to say but whatever i guess it's like dude you're being weird even though we've searched every fucking room in this apartment complex of whatever (laughs) fucking strange it's weird then he just started sitting outside of my dart of my dorm room i would come back to class from class anyway and he would still be there in the hallway just sitting and waiting he would leave notes on the whiteboard that he just wanted me to read his essay for class. He just wanted to talk to me. Why wouldn't I give him a chance? He then started sending me creepy song lyrics over my space. Wow. Throwback about how yeah. he was going <laughs> to burn down the dorm to get me to leave my room. 
I printed those up and I got them and I sent them to my English teacher involved a lovely grad student lady who was luckily, um, she was a, she was a woman's advocate. Actually, she got her supervisor involved. My teacher started walking with me to my next class all the way on the other side of the very large campus. Mind you, he followed us the whole way. Even when we made detours to go to the bathroom or to get coffee or something. Finally, the teacher had us write an ode quote ode to our favorite study spot, kind of a weird topic in English, but whatever he wrote about sitting outside my door, how he felt powerful when he knew I was trapped inside and even put my room number and other identifiable stuff in the, in the story. That ended up getting turned over to the university itself, in addition to the song lyrics, and there was a whole hearing with myself, my roommate, and some others having to give statements in court. Unfortunately, though, they never told me what ended up happening, but he wasn't allowed at school the next semester. The next year, his roommate happened to be in one of my classes. Very first day, he comes up to me and says that there's no hard feelings about what you did to my friend, asshole. And that was it. Yeah. That's fucking creepy. That's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, he is going to kill me type stalker. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I hate that. I hated it. I know. Oh my God. And that's what's so crazy about going to college is there's little colleges. They're like their own little village. It's like a bubble. Right. When I was at uni- university, um, I felt very, I don't know, like not, not isolated, but trapped inside of that trapped, little bubble. Yeah. You know, and it, it can feel very small sometimes I guess yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense people can really start to creep on you people that you don't know it's still a bunch of strangers just crammed into one small area right and then it's like mm-hmm. it's also like um if you want to just be alone you don't even mm-hmm. have a place to go to just be fucking alone mm-hmm. and then nope. you've got all of these fucking strangers that would drive me up the wall I couldn't I know, I know. <laughs> um do you want to hear another one or you want to do a video? That's up to you. Hmm. I'll read you another story. story. Yeah. Okay. Put it back on the speaker. Um, let's see what we got here. All right. When I was, hold on, once I was seven years old, I had a similar <laughs> problem. Um, but luckily, he wasn't just fixated on me. This is talking, this is in response to the story I just read you. We mostly just tolerated the guy and told him to go away with varying degrees of success. He would usually cry first, though. Then one night he came into my room unannounced. I was I was alone, so I was wearing nothing but a flannel shirt. He took it as an invitation and climbed into my bed and asked me to have sex with him. I said, what the fuck? No. And he took a bunch of quarters out of his pocket and put them on my nightstand. Here, he said, I'll pay you. Look, you can do like a load of laundry or something. You're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> I would be like, bitch. All right. First of all, no. But also, you think I'm worth quarters? <laughs> you can't afford me, bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Everything I else aside, though, <laughs> that was really insulting. So I filed a joint complaint on behalf of the whole dorm. We collected his creepy notes and took screenshots of everything and wound up getting him banned from our dorm not sure if it was an official restraining order but a few years later he showed up at my work and tried to apologize i just simply said i have a restraining order so i'm gonna count to 10 and if you're not gone i'm calling the cops he began to cry again and he left 
Last I heard, he was working at Papa John's. I don't think that he graduated, and I honestly feel kind of sorry for him. And I hope he got some help. But if I ever see him again, I'm probably going to kick him in the nuts. <laughs> the fucking nerve. Oh, my God. The nerve. The noise of this guy. That is out of pocket. Like, left field. You think that I'm worth a $10 roll of quarters, like, bitch? That opened up, like, a whole new section of questions for me. <laughs> That's just, like, I did the video where the guy where um the guy paid for In-N-Out and then expected some sort of sexual service. Bitch, you like, think right, I'm worth a burger a and fries? You <laughs> literally cannot afford me, bitch. <laughs> Unless you could afford several thousand dollars, then oh my god, that fucking entitled men. If you hear a bunch of clanking around, I'm trying to bite. Oh, you're not bothering me, girl. Was gonna fall on me. You want to do another video? Do you want me to do stalker videos or do you want me to keep doing date videos? Date videos. Okay, because I was gonna say I got a a ten parter. Stalker in, in the date section? No, no, no. In the stalker one. Oh, okay. I want to see that one too. Well, I could do it if you want. No, let's do let's do one of these first. All right. We'll do one see. dating and then jump to the stalker because I'm ready for that. I'm gonna be completely honest and I don't even remember what the fuck these are about. I did them days ago. Oh, let's do I remember this one. That's what's so nice about coming back to the <laughs> podcast after we've done all the work because it's like it's like yes. a nice surprise. Okay. Date again after watching this video. Now this video was uploaded on the internet a long time ago. The uploader claimed to find this old VHS tape inside a VCR. This is the footage they found inside that VCR. And I'm just going to say this right now. Once you've seen this video, you're not going to be able to unsee it. Hi, I'm Tony. I'm 36 years of age, 5 foot 10, an entrepreneur, businessman, and a part-time adventurer. My career has afforded me a luxury lifestyle, and I'm looking for someone to share that luxury with. To just leave for the drop of a hat. I'm looking for someone. Somebody nice. Someone that can... shirt now. Hi, I'm Tony. I'm 36 years old, 5 foot 10, an entrepreneur, businessman, oh, I hate this. Adventurer. I'm a photographer, and my images have been seen all over the world, and have even featured in National Geographic. In a couple of weeks, I'm off to Borneo for another adventure. My yacht is more there. Bro. Oh, I'm Tony. I'm- oh. oh, I hate it. 
what the fuck? Somebody that doesn't mind disappearing. Someone, somebody special. Someone I can share long walks on the beach with. Drives <laughs> in the countryside. Out of his mouth. Walks in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Someone I can spend the rest of their life with. <laughs> if you think you could be that special someone, please send a photo with your age, name, and location to the address at the end of this video. I look forward to seeing you. You won't want to die. That one? I feel like I shouldn't have seen that. (laughs) You know what? After watching a million of those kinds of videos, I genuinely want to say that's a creepypasta. I don't know why. It was too perfect. It was like too good. I don't know. I don't know. Still fucking creepy as hell though. What the hell? I know, right? Hopefully right. it was fake because I I'm hoping that somebody wasn't being held hostage. Oh uh, yeah, I hope it's fake. <laughs> but I mean, fucking content, man. The, the things we do. <laughs> right. Oh, that Ugh. fucking freaked me out, though. Jesus Christ! Ooh, you want to hear a story? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me story. Story, a story, a story. All right, hold on. Let me scroll down a little bit. Okay. When I was 16, my parents took me on a cruise and let me wander around Nassau, which I don't know if I'm saying that right. And I've been there. Nassau? Nassau. Yeah, I think so. Nassau? That sounds better. Nassau. I noticed him him decently quickly and took a few random turns to see if he was indeed following me. Oh, I skipped ahead. Um, Yeah, my parents letting me walk around Nassau on my own was a you know, bad choice. A creepy guy from the cruise followed me around while I was going through Nassau and I noticed him decently quickly and took a few random turns to see if he was indeed following me. I happened to run into a few other teens from the cruise that I had originally met up with and two of them traveling with their family let me hang out with their group until we went back to the ship. The older guy mentioned to me there was a creepy guy that seemed to be following me and I let him know that I was aware and actually trying to lose him. As um, or he was nice enough to actually pretend to be my or my boyfriend just to get the guy to back off. I will forever be grateful for that stranger and his family. Sadly, we never did keep in touch. I will never forget what he did um, to a stranger that day. I might be alive because of his actions. Oof! Yeah, yeah scary. I've had that right. happen before. Definitely. Oh yeah, big definitely. time. Mm-hmm. Um, I am always like very hyper aware of my surroundings. I've had stuff like that happen when I was a kid. Mm. My mom was very overprotective. Um, She didn't let me like start really walking around my neighborhood until I was probably 12 or 13. Like I was older. Mm. And even then it was not very far. I mean, because we live in the suburbs and stuff and there's like a lot of people. So she didn't really let me start walking around my neighborhood until I was like 13 or so. Yeah. But bitch, let me tell you, there was a couple of times that I got followed. And like mm. I used to have one of those Nextel chirp chirp phones. Yeah, yeah. Was like on the street, coming back to the house, and this car kept going past me, turning around, coming back, turning around, passing me again, just back and forth. Oh my! Following God. me, and I had to like chirp chirp my mom, and she came out on the front porch because she could see me from where I was at, even though I was kind of far down the road, and I just booked it. Oh my God, Sam, that's so scary. I um, know, right? When I was probably like, oh, I was probably like. <laughs> 
12 or 13. I couldn't have been older than that. This was back in my penguin hat days when I literally wore a penguin hat everywhere I went. And Brenna, I'll tell you, she was there. She wasn't there the for pictures. this part to go. Yeah. <laughs> I was obsessed with penguins because this guy I knew, he, he liked penguins. And so anything that my crush liked, I had to like. But um, there was this group of guys who was who were skating um during a birthday party that I was at for my friend and I was probably about 12 or 13 like I said and I can remember the feeling of someone watching me because the hairs on the back of my neck were standing up and I I hate that feeling I've never experienced that except for like that one time and it felt so icky and looking back at it now I can definitely tell you it was very predatory but I remember it was an older guy. I don't know how old he was, but he was significantly older than me. He had to have at least been 18 or 19, possibly in his 20s, but at least Ew. he was of an illegal age. And he started asking me questions. And mind you, I was very, I was still very innocent. Like I had yeah. not lost my innocence at this point. He started asking me questions that were very like suggestive. And he was like, so where do you go to school? You know, uh-huh. and I, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm homeschooled, you know? And, and I remember like thinking like, I was so cool. I was like, I'm homeschooled. I can do my homework in pajamas. And he was like, <laughs> so you do your work in pajamas. And that was when my friend like came in and kind of like elbowed his way in and was like, Hey, like what's going on, Katie. And I was so grateful. Cause when he started going down that road, that was immediately, I was like, this, something goes off. I don't like the fact that I could feel the hairs on the back of my neck standing up. And I was like, I got to get out of this situation. So I went and sat with my friend's mom and I don't think I skated for the rest of the party because they stayed in the rink and I couldn't go in. I was so scared. Oh my God. You freaked out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fucking creepy as hell. And like all of his friends were like egging him on to go talk to me. And I'm like, I'm thinking of it now. I'm like, bitch, I was 13 and you were what? Like 20? Ew. Get a job. Go go somewhere. <laughs> I remember when I was probably, oh God, again, this was probably between 12 and 14 years old. My best friend at the time, which still friends with her, been friends with her forever. Both of us hit puberty very early mm-hmm. and very hard. So like we have always been very busty girls is since we were very young. So even in, you know, middle school and freshman year high school, like we were very busty girls more so than most girls our age. Mm-hmm. And her and I would walk around my neighborhood literally all the time, go into the park. We'd walk to Walmart sometimes, whatever. We're just always walking around. And I could not tell you how many times people would drive by us cat call out the window honk the Mm. horn yell suggestive sexual shit out the window and it's like could they just not tell that we were children or like they knew and we're just thought that we were fast you know like jesus christ that's gross Yeah. When I was in college as well, a lot of times people will drive by with their buddies and they'll yell at you outside of the car. (laughs) I've had that happen to me like probably two or three times that I can remember. It's, it's disgusting. I literally walked past a guy one time that was within like inches away from me. Like we almost brushed shoulders 
creepy as fuck. I don't know why it's 10 times creepier when they're actually outside of the car and near you. Mm-hmm. It was just fucking creepy. But he cat whistled or wolf whistled or whatever. And I remember thinking, like, did I did I make that up in my head? Like, I know I'm just hearing <laughs> things like I can't believe that just happened bizarre people are fucking crazy and it's like when when people cat call out of the car window it's like what do you think or what do you think i know yeah do you want me to run after the car down and oh my god you're so hot (laughs) like (laughs) okay right we're gonna flag you down and then like throw our number like we just have like uh paper balls that we keep in our pocket with our phone number on it that we can throw in your window when you drive by Ugh. You want to do a video? I'm going to mess with my microphone here because it's falling while you show okay. the next video. Can I, can I do the 10 parter? Please Still do. Actually, okay. yeah, that would be great. Thanks. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm going to move on to my stalker section and I've got a 10 parter. And this actually ends, oh gosh, I've got so much content. I'm not even going to use this ends on a cliffhanger. So I'm just giving you a forewarning. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to mute it anyways. We've been hearing a subtle thump every night since we moved in. So I decided to check it out. I went up to the bonus room where there's a strange door behind a bed. No one sleeps in it because of the unusual sense of cool air. So I thought it was time to open it up. What was chilling inside? Blow this up for part two, of course. So here we go. Part two. Where the hell did it? Okay, here we go. Part two. I go into what was behind the strange door in my house. I wanted to show you a few strange things that we found outside of our property. We went out into the woods behind our property and we quickly found a cross in the ground, an axe leaning on the tree, and a few pairs of deer antlers in the tree. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what this was and I quickly dismissed it until I saw that this was behind the door in our house. Later that night, after I threw all of the weird things away, we went out and saw this in the backyard. If anyone has any idea who this might be or what this might be, please let me know. Very creepy. All right. Hmm. Part three. Open up, thing. Blow this up and I'll try to confront him. All right. So I think we're on part four. I was able to get the police to come out and investigate the man that had been stalking me. He let me ride along with him for a suspect identification purposes. That in an unmarked vehicle to minimize attention and camped out overnight in an effort to catch a stalker. We set motion detectors in the woods where we had been seeing him, and one finally went off at 2.34 a.m. Can you confirm that this is the guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's him. You sure? Yes. Yeah. Cool. 
Why is he doing the Halo team pose? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just fucking walking into the woods. He's like, mm, put my hands up. No, thanks. Oh, my God. <laughs> standing like that? What the fuck? Let's see. <laughs> it sends me. Yeah. All right. So they essentially we've had a lot of complaints from a community that's about a mile back. It's a meditation community. Okay. okay. We think he went in there and uh, essentially we're going to have day shift. Um, maybe go check it out. Um, it, if you want to put that down, I'll have some maybe private okay. information yeah, yeah. I can give you. What the fuck is a meditation community in the first place? Um, I'm basically telling you, you can't stay here. I don't think your family is safe here. Um, the incident I was talking about earlier, it was like a mile away from here, and it's very similar, and it did not turn out right. And that's all, basically all I'm going to say about that. Okay? Uh-huh. This is very serious. We uh, will probably put three, maybe four deputies on this. Okay? Um, so I don't know if you guys could hear that, but he, the police officer told him that he had to stop recording. And after he supposedly stopped recording, he said, like, listen, I'm telling you right now, can't stay here. Um, the situation I was telling you about before happened about a mile away from here and they kidnapped her. And that's all I'm going to say about that. You're not safe here. You can't stay here. So, oh, oh my God. So, so this one is literally just a recap of everything that we've already seen. So I'm going to skip through the recap and yeah. So I decided to take a hike to see what this meditation community was about. After about 30 minutes of hiking, I found a dome shaped structure in the middle of nowhere. Like no i quickly heard someone running in the woods so i took off why would he go alone like what a dumbass i know so stupid do not search you will not find we are one we are many we are watching ew fucking creepy all right here we go part seven as many of my followers know, the past few weeks I've been being stalked by the thing pictured here. We finally decided to put a security camera on our house, and later that night we heard the same noises and footsteps in the woods. At 2 a.m., someone tripped the sensor. Wow, he's wearing the North Face. Blow this up and I'll try to confront him. What the fuck? Which is just stupid, but... Okay, so another update with and another update at the end. Let's see. Here we go. So this was in the beginning. Next night, I was taking the dog out, heard something in the woods. That's when he sees him going by. Got the cops involved. Okay. <laughs> la, la, la. The next week, we packed our stuff and moved. Unfortunately, we believe that the stalker followed us. He has begun to torment us in new sickening ways. We have new 
chilling footage. If y'all are interested, give me a like and I will upload within the next couple of days. So they moved and this is still happening. Still being stalked. Late Wednesday night, I got a call from an unknown number. They whispered to me that my back door was unlocked. I looked out the window and saw this. Ugh. Oh my god. I hate it. Bro, even if this is like a full fucking hoax, like it's you could creepy. be my best friend and be standing out there like that and waving and I'd still scream. I'd run oh, away. Yeah. <laughs> <I hate that>. <laughs> it's oh. fucking creepy. <laughs> the depots. <laughs> oh, there's somebody looking in the window. finally we decided to invest in a ring doorbell late one night we got a notification that there was movement this reminded me of the strangers i don't know if you've ever seen that movie no yeah hazel said why would he hike there yeah bro like he went out there by himself and so now their plan is to move across the country I do yeah I did number 10 so last part stalker update as some of you may know over the past year my wife and I've been stalked by the man pictured here creep these stalkers are brave like they got some big balls if they don't think someone's just gonna point a gun at them at some point I mean come on they, they moved across the country and it says this past weekend my wife oh shoot my wife and I took a hunting trip after our hunt. We went and checked our trail camps. Like we always do. Everything seemed normal until we got the, got to the day that we arrived at the ranch hmm. and the fucking guys in the pictures, they moved across the country. Oh my God. How fucking scary. Okay. This looks like a skull inside oh. of a hoodie. Can you see that? Yeah, I can. You can see it the doesn't nose look like a human face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the nose cavity. Oh, and then like the eye sockets look sunken in. And see, like, it's distorted here. Like the oh, Lorax, like with the mustache. <laughs> yeah, the big yellow mustache. So that was my ten-part stalker or eleven-part stalker series. I thought that was fucking weird. That was I, disgusting like, as fuck, bro. What were you? Don't thinking? know if it's true. Might be like <laughs> pasta, whatever. But it's fucking weird. Oh, that's a pretty well-done creepy pasta. Again, if you know, it we're, is one, we're yeah. here to sit here and debate whether or not it's real. But that was pretty damn good if they were fake. I think that if it's real, that's a very persistent stalker. Um, oh, I agree. Oh, I agree. Oh, I agree. You want a story? Yeah. And then you want to do our like mad lib thing? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I hope you guys are enjoying these spooky stories in the chat. <laughs> um, if you guys have any scary stories, I mean, feel free to let us know. In oh, yeah, chat. for sure. I want to read some more scary stories. S'more, s'more more stories. scary stories. All right. I hate this one. I hate it, but I'm going to read it. Oh, boy. Had to catch a bus downtown, making my way downtown one night after work and walked home in the dark. A group of guys called down to me from their rooftop party, clearly drunk, and I ignored them. 
Five minutes later, one of them came up next to me on a bicycle and then said to me in a sing-song voice, those don't look like running shoes to me. Aren't you afraid of getting raped? I was wearing flat sandals. This was um, a time before cell phones, and I was terrified, but I didn't know what to do. I kept walking straight ahead, keys in my hand, ready to defend myself, and did not acknowledge him, period. He eventually laughed and went back to his group. When he was safely behind me, I ran the rest of the way home and sobbed. Um, Same. That was the end of the story. That is fucking terrifying. And to be honest, if somebody, I don't care who they are, I am the type of person that if you said something like that to me, I'm going to punch you dead in your face. I would have booked With no it. hesitation. I, I would have booked it. I literally would have punched him in his face. Ugh, I don't I know. I'm too scared. And you're not going to fucking intimidate me, bitch. Trust me. How about I pull a knife out of my purse and yeah, show bitch. you why, why nothing's going to happen to me? Have you seen the new keychains these days that women are oh, carrying? Yeah. Around? They're the badass. Points. They're awesome. There's like, they're not technically illegal, but they're not tech. They're on the borderline. But like, right. um, what are they called? They're like brass knuckles, but they're not brass knuckles. Yeah, they're like they're shaped like little kitty cats or whatever. And yeah, the ears are like sharp. And yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cool. I love those things. I want one. Yeah, I got. They'll have like tasers. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, here's another one. I don't drink, but I frequented the bar to my house or by my house pre-COVID, of course, just to meet my neighbors, so to speak. I knew almost everyone there. It's a small bar tucked in a shopping strip type thing behind a standalone restaurant. My friend who brought their dogs to the bar asked me to watch them while he runs into the bar to get a drink. While I'm watching his dog, a man that I've never met before or seen at the bar asked me if, if, my, if the dogs are mine, and I let him know they are not and that they are my friend's dogs. That's it. All he said. All I said. He walked away, and I went about my business. 2 a.m. rolls around, and the bar is closing. I say my goodbyes and head to my car parked on the other side of the Mexican restaurant, out of sight of the bar. Dumb, I know, but there was no other parking. I'm sitting in my car looking for the right song when I feel someone watching me. That feeling is like so prominent. I've felt it like multiple times in my life. Oh, Sourced. Yeah. Me feeling too. like you're being watched. I felt it from like people and from like spirits. Nothing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely. That's I used to work at this team and um, yeah, you feel like you're being watched in the off season when there's no campers in the summer and it's very empty all the cabins are empty i've had lights turn on i would hate that it's disgusting i hated it i literally would go down the road like i would drive the extra 30 minutes to my parents house just so i didn't have to sleep there at night oh i wouldn't fuck that (laughs) nope sketchy sketchy i'm sitting in my car looking for the right song like i said and i feel like someone's watching me it's the man who asked about the dogs motioning to me from his car I crack the window to hear what he wants because I'm not yet too scared, but I am very cautious. He asked me what I'm about, what I'm going to (laughs) do, what I'm about to do. That's fucking crazy. Where am I going? And do I want to go home with him? Can he come home with me? To which I reply to all of this. No, absolutely not. And now I'm on edge. I figure I'll let him back out and leave. I'll let him back out first and leave the parking lot first. So he can't follow me. He doesn't. And it's a stalemate. We're just sitting there for way too long. The parking lot is becoming more and more empty. And I don't want to be left here with him staring at me through the window. So I pull out in a direction that I pull out 
number. So I pull out in a direction and I pull out behind his car and grab his plate number in my head. I keep repeating it over and over in my head just in case. He pulls out behind me. We leave the parking lot and hit the first light. I tell myself not to panic. Anyone leaving this bar has to hit the light and he could go in any direction. He takes a left after me. Next light we come up on, I make it through, but he doesn't. However, my turn for my neighborhood is right after that light and he will see me turn in from there. So I keep driving and luckily I live two more lights down from the police station for my district. I pull into the parking lot for a few minutes and turn back around and head to the gas station near my house to get gas for the morning. Why? I would just go home for the day. <laughs> I would not be getting gas. Anyway, as I'm pulling into the gas station, he's pulling out. Fuck oh me, God. right? Should have waited longer. I pull into a parking spot and watch my mirror as he flips around and comes back to the gas station. He pulls into the spot next to me. I'm already in reverse this in that second and I leave out the side entrance to the gas station and go down the road and I was that I was just on I'm waiting at the light and turn left and I can see him at the entrance that meets the road I'm turning that I'm turning left on he just sits or he's just sitting there at the gas station exit waiting for me he could have pulled out a trillion times there were no cars my lights turn green and I make my left and he pulls out in front of me and goes really slow it clicked. He did this. So I pass him and it wouldn't be suspicious that he was following me because I'm the one that passed him. Right. Wrong. I said, fuck it. Let's go, dude. And passed him. I drive down the road using my turn signals each time I need to driving nice and slow, making sure not to lose him at any of the lights. I turn down a side street. He's behind me. I turn into the police station parking lot look in my rear view mirror and watch him gas it down a 25 mile per hour residential neighborhood. Because at that point he knew that I knew what he was up to. As soon as I parked, I cried my eyes out entire time. I was calm, collected and aware as I could be. But as soon as he was gone, I was an absolute hysterical mess. A volunteer patrol officer, retired police officer that still wants to be busy, found me and took me inside where I gave them the accurate license number and make and model and generation of his vehicle. They ran the plates and confirmed the plates met my description. So yay for my memory finally working for me. I was actually surprised about how the whole thing was handled. I was surprised they would do a report, even though nothing technically illegal happened. At least I don't think. I'm surprised they didn't question if the hysterical woman crying uncontrollably uncontrollably was drunk or lying. They even had a patrol car follow me to my house and wait outside for me to check each one of my rooms for an intruder. The end. That seems really unrealistic, the end part. Agreed. Most of the time they'd be like... Which is sad because it's like you would think, you would hope anyway, that all police officers would treat it like that. But yeah. That's scary. Mm Mm-hmm. You want to do some Mad Libs? yeah hell yeah I'm excited hell yeah um yeah um should are we gonna screen share or who's gonna do it how are we gonna do this um i don't think we can screen share because i i can't see do you want to fill it out i can if um let's see i'm i don't want to screen share okay story i just want to fill it out and then we can uh what you want to call it read it sounds good so we had danny write us as far as i know this is 
a um supposed to be like a mad lib but it's like a a letter from a serial killer to their victim mad lib so i'm actually gonna i just copied it from his email and i'm gonna post it at the bottom of the google doc so that i can um fill it in good idea okay so i need a greeting katie aloha (laughs) okay aloha um adjective that's like a word that describes a noun okay uh gargantuan good that's a good one (laughs) (laughs) all right and from katie i need a location location um my ass my asshole (laughs) my literal asshole okay (laughs) um and a brand name for me uh i'm gonna say talkies (laughs) (laughs) and a pet name that a serial killer would give katie Ooh, that a serial killer would give Mm -hmm. Mm. i don't know uh (laughs) squishy (laughs) squishy oh perfect maybe that's what jeffrey dahmer would say you know for some of his victims (laughs) a little chewy maybe the brain matter Oh, sorry God. to the victims. <laughs> sorry, Squishy sorry, or chewy? Sorry. Did, which one did you want to use? Squishy or chewy? Ooh, ooh, chewy. That sounds a bit more graphic. I like that a little bit better. My little chewy. Something like that. Okay. Something like that. Um, my next thing, it says shitty ass name for a minion. Thanks, <laughs> Danny. <laughs> I'm just going to put fucking kevin because that's one of the minions names and that's the only one the minions i fucking (laughs) hate them i get triggered if i see them (laughs) like i hate i hate that whole franchise river literally wore minion pajamas last night for bed i can't joey is obsessed with that movie i don't i don't know why he likes it but he does he thinks it is the funniest thing ever Oh my god! I can't stand the minions. If you're a fucking minion, I want to beat you up. Brenna says, <laughs> "Brenna says you are Sam is fight and Katie is flight." But if I was ever in a one-on-one match with a fucking minion, I would deck them. <laughs> I think that's probably <laughs> super true, them. though. I would punch them in their neck. <laughs> they don't have <laughs> necks. <laughs> they are a neck. They that is really true though. I think you are more flight than fight. And I'm oh definitely yeah, fight. I'm like I'm gonna get myself out of here. Okay, I need an adjective for me, oh, Katie. Mm. Moist. <gasps> Moist. <laughs> we love that. Super unconvincing evil laugh is in parentheses. So okay. Yeah. Uh, disgusting food. Um, a crab oil with hot dogs in it. Oh crab God. oil minus that's so crab, specific add hot dog uh, you know what <laughs> add hot dog <laughs> literally some i think this was probably like while i was pregnant with river somebody tagged me in a video on facebook of a of a crab boil except they added hot dogs to it and i will never oh be able to get it out God. that's why it just came to my mind <laughs> the fucking disgusting that's okay disgusting. 
And so yours has to be an actually good food. Okay. Mmm. Fucking filet mignon. Filet mignon. Filet mignon. Literally. It's both filet. And I'm saying like, oh my God. Filet. Filet. And a a literal child's beverage for me. Capri Sun, bitch. Danny really did it with this. And another adjective, Katie. Sexy. Sexy. If you want my body. And you think I'm sexy. Okay. And I need another one from you. Something only mildly annoying. People walking too slow and fucking in front of you. <laughs> Jesus. Or when people fucking stand around, like <laughs> not know? actually doing anything. <laughs> oh, it makes me so <laughs> mad. Oh, my God. Oh, and they just stand they there. Danny does that all the time. Stadium, like a football the stadium. The ga- oh, my God. I would punch him. <laughs> People in a fucking football stadium after the game's done, they're like, hey, Johnson, how you doing, buddy? Oh, oh, your aunt's here. I've never met her. And I'm like, get out of my fucking way. This is not a family reunion, bitch. Move. (laughs) I can't. It drives me wild. So funny. Definitely um, that. Danny always does that, and he does it like in the kitchen while I'm cooking, and he'll just fucking stand in front of the refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, crazy. Move. No, I know exactly what you mean. And I then know. he's like, "Why are you so mean to me?" I'm like, <laughs> "Get out of the way." <laughs> okay, I need a verb ending in ing. Fucking. <laughs> oh, um. Hazel said, awesome Valentine's show, y'all. Have to head out. Thank you, Hazel. Bye. Thank you. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. If you want my body and you think I'm sexy. (laughs) No, I could just turn this into karaoke. (laughs) We'll get copyrighted. (laughs) Oops. I have to come up with an uncommon vice or addiction. Um, balloon popping. Oh yeah, yeah. Or pooping, or like eating baking soda. I guess. Yeah, or like form of physical harm. I need from you. Banging your head against the wall. I thought a really hard poke. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need a noun. Um farts. Farts. Let's see. Something absolutely insufferable from you, Katie. Oh my god, listening to people chew. Not with their mouth open. Believe it or not, that does not drive me crazy. Unless okay. you're doing it like uncalled for, like if you have to, like, oh, it's hot, <sighs> you know that that's fine. And but if you're gonna day. sit there and chew with your mouth closed, I'm gonna beat you up. But just my like, mom. oh my god, I literally want to kill people when they do it. And Brenna will tell you. I, I I keep saying that. I use Brenna as like my my fucking bible. I'm like, hey, Brenna will tell you. But um, my mom chews with the back of her 
molars. And I, oh my God, I hear it every time she chews. And my mom knows it drives me crazy. She's like, then you can get out. You can leave. I'm going to oh eat. God. And I'm like, I know, like I agree, but like, it's annoying. I, everyone has their own quirk. Like some people pop their jaws. Some people use their molars to chew rather than like, I don't know. And I can't listen to myself too either. <laughs> how do you how do you deal with that <laughs> i don't i don't know <laughs> so mine was a boring piece of literature so i put the u.s constitution oh hell yeah the, and, the actual whole u.s constitution yeah. <laughs> and so now fun. i need a title like a title of a person oh um sex therapist <laughs> wait no, a minute like, poop therapist okay Poop therapy. Poop, <laughs> poop therapy. 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 That's therapy. a um, system of a down reference. I don't know if anybody knows. No, and I don't. A place. Um, Ooh. Tugel's podcast. <laughs> Halloween something. Place. Uh, a 10 foot hole in the ground. That's that's what I can't can come up with good um and a body part from you katie armpit armpit delicious and delicious adjective um girthy Mm. (laughs) and a bad tv show super nanny Do you remember that show? Yes. <laughs> oh my god! Enough foreign language from me. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of something obscure, but I don't know. Italian. That's I guess. And I need. We're almost done. A noun from you. Hmm. I'm thinking. I want to do a good one. Um, dildo. dildo. That's what we're going to go with. Yeah, and I need a verb. I'm going to put sing. And then the last one is from you, and it has to be a genuine insult. Hmm. You must be really fun at parties. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sarcasm. All right. All right. So I'm going to screen share now and then you can read it. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm excited. All right. Let me full right. screen this. <laughs> Aloha, Katie. Is that? Oh, I see. Aloha. My name is Little Kumquat. My gargantuan name is Little Kumquat. By now, you should be halfway to my asshole with your belongings tucked away in a lovely little Takis handbag. Upon your <laughs> arrival, my chewy little Katie? Is <laughs> that what you're supposed to mean? <laughs> no, it's just supposed to like, it's just got our name. Oh, my little my chewy. Little I chewy. read it wrong. My little <laughs> chewy. You will be met with my minion, Kevin. They shall take moist care of you. Super. <laughs> you 
will be treated to the finest crab oil minus the crab add hot dog paired with filet mignon and a Capri Sun. After your sexy dinner, (laughs) you will be escorted to the torture chamber while you where you will endure people walking too slow (laughs) in front of you for a millisecond. Or if you start fucking whichever comes first. You will be permitted one balloon popping break before you enter the next chamber. In the second chamber, you will be banging your head against the wall by a thousand farts. During your torture, you will also be subject to listening to people chew while reciting the U.S. Constitution. Oh, my God. God. Lastly, you will meet. You will finally meet with me, the poop therapist of ten foot hole in the ground. I will bring you into my chamber where I will lick your armpit slowly and girthily. You can go if you wish, but you won't want to after I make you watch Super Nanny in Italian. You will do. You will turn into my dildo, oh, no. and you will. You will never sing. I will surely see you soon. You must be really fun at parties. Okay, bye. <laughs> that was great. Thank oh you, Danny. Oh my god, Danny, oh you killed that. That. <laughs> that was perfect. Oh man. Gorgeous. Oh, we got to shout out the Lesson Foundry. Oh shit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, Lesson Foundry. <laughs> we appreciate Lesson Foundry for sponsoring today's episode. Sam, do you want to yes. read? I have yet to get to the Google Doc. I've been in yeah. the chat this whole time. Yes, I can do it. I can. You guys do it. are so oh, funny worry. in the chat. I always love reading your comments. It like yes, makes it makes awesome. my whole night. And I'm so wow. glad there's so many of you that came out to Halloween. You can see, you know, we we were really looking forward to this episode, and we mm-hmm. tried to show up and show out for you guys because we. We care about you. We 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 know this this holiday is special for some of you, you know. Oh, look, Danny's here in the chat. Oh my god, Danny, that he said, oh, oh wow, god. I just came just in time. Yay! <laughs> Man of the hour. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. Thank that you. was so that funny. Was great. All right. We're going to take a second to talk about today's sponsor, the Lesson Foundry. Lesson Foundry is a 100% remote music lesson site. The Lesson Foundry has passionate and incredibly skilled teachers that provide classes for singing, flute, guitar, saxophone, and viola, just to name a few. With all lessons being totally remote, this resource gives you the opportunity to maximize the time that you have with your teachers during each lesson. Yes. You want me to do your part? Uh, you you keep it. reading. I cannot find it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I know I had to go through three Google Docs to find it. <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> the Lesson Foundry site is extremely easy to use and very professionally laid out in a way that everyone can understand. You can see details about each and every teacher, including how many years of experience that they have, degrees that they have in the field, and achievements that they have. Each and every teacher available for lessons on the site is extremely passionate about helping you reach your goals, whatever they may be all lessons can be catered to you for you to learn exactly how and what you want to most half hour sessions a cost between 30 and 45 $40 per week signups are for one month but you can cancel at any time perfect gift for the music lover in your life or for yourself and uh luckily the the lesson foundry is a place to go for all of your music and instrument class needs if you don't want to use their website you can call and speak to a representative about the lesson foundry at 410-404-8226 go check out the 
lesson foundry. There um, you go for a Valentine's Day gift. Yeah, beach. Oh. Go learn how to play the ukulele or something. That that really I feel like is something that a lot of people like they learn an instrument when they're young, but nobody really takes the time to do it in their adult age. And I think, I think it's very important. And it's been scientifically proven that if you play an instrument and you learn how to play an instrument, rather you're using your hippocampus, your hippocampus is a part of the brain that actually has something to do with Alzheimer's early onset Alzheimer's. Oh, really? um, Yeah. If you are really exercising that part of your brain, you're less likely to have Alzheimer's. Holy shit, I don't know how to play any instruments. Bro, go go Fuck. out, go get the lesson boundary. <clears throat> get yourself set up. <laughs> um, also, guys, I wanted to share this thing right here with you guys. Hold on. Just so you know where to follow us, you can go on Facebook, look up Two Ghouls Podcast. We have our TikTok. We have Twitter. We have not Instagram. <laughs> I think we were going to make one, but it's not there. You can find some of our older uh, episodes on Spotify, but yeah, if you guys want to keep up to date with us, we are on Facebook 25-7. We actually have a Facebook group attached to our page that you can become a part of, and a lot of the times we try to interact with the people that are listening. Um, we post a lot of spooky memes. We do a lot of polls. We do a lot of planning. You know, We hope to one day in the future put together like a small group of people on the East Coast that want to go ghost hunting. That would be fun. We could plan something like that together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, guys, that's it for us tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Episode. I had fun. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> oh, yes. And Yay. special, let's special shout out to our backgrounds because we worked our yes. beans off on it, making really sure did. that you guys are well taken care of this Halloween. I didn't we burn my house are, down. Yay. Yeah, and we didn't burn the house down. 